topics discussed in this podcast may be disturbing to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. People talking without speaking. People hearing without listening. People writing songs and voices never shared. And no one dared to whisper. Welcome to The Analyst. I am your host, Kristen Lang, and joining me once again is Brandon Adkins. Hello. And we have a special guest today, Den Maestri. Can I, can I say hello? You can. <laughs> okay, hello. Today is our second podcast. So this podcast delves into the role of media in all its many different forms. Everybody has a story. Everybody has their perception of a story, but you never get the whole story. So we like to entertain the questions that kind of come from those news reports, see things from every possible angle, and analyze all the information and facts that we have. I get to be the audience who asks the questions. You get to analyze the facts. Yes, and Ethan gets to just give his opinion. <laughs> He's very opinionated. When I have one. When yes. he has one. <laughs> so for more information about this this podcast, I highly recommend listening to the first episode we did for Justice for Jessica. kind of gives you a little bit more insight into just the details and what we're focusing on here. So we're going to look at three stories today that caught my attention locally. Thankfully, we live in a relatively low crime area, so huge stories like Jessica's don't come around very often. But unfortunately, some stories just come and go. I think that's kind of what this this podcast, this episode is kind of kind of a little bit fo- focus on is you hear a story, it's there, it comes, it goes, and you never hear updates. Mm. It's not news. It's not new news anymore. Is that because people lose interest, or is that because there's nothing else to report? I, mm-hmm. I think news wants news. They want something new. Ah. Uh. Yeah. So follow-ups just don't happen. And I think it's kind of sad because they people get riled up on a story. Yeah, because it was news at one point in time. Yep. So does anybody write into the newspaper or the uh, article that's online and say, hey, whatever happened to that Jessica girl that right. was missing and the kids and what the what happened? Yep. Sorry, ma'am, that's not news. Exactly. Two weeks ago. Well, it, and also you think about how... Uh, the way we consume news has changed. I mean, we go to the internet and we look for these updates. Um, So, you know, our local news sources, the TV stations, the newspapers, yeah, they don't hang with it like they would 20, 30 years ago when there was a through line and and everyone knew in the public that this is going to take a while before all the facts come out. And we just don't consume like that in in this day and age. It's so fast. What we get, we get so much information at one time in multiple different things. But then once that's done, people will forget about it or it's not something that interests them. So, so that brings me to a question just as a listener, by the way, I have listened to your first, oh, good. your first episode <laughs> and enjoyed it. And uh, so how difficult is it to fact check these things that you're finding through your sources? And I have, I assume it's internet and yes. local reporting agencies but how, how difficult is that it is difficult because p- people news who don't report on it you're not going to get that information anymore there's no follow-up so you're not getting your information there so it's a lot of it, it of it is social media because friends of jessica for instance they're 
still concerned about what happened to her and what's going to happen to persons responsible they there so you will find more information i feel in that avenue now which is unique to our era that you get that information continued i think it comes and goes and so it's a constant battle of me searching those names again and and my list of names that i go through that are people are involved that originally commented and all those sort of things and going back to those resources and saying okay what do they have to say about it now what's new for them now what are they involved in now i have google alerts out there for specific names that pop up and Hmm. getting that information from there so one of the the lines i remember from your first episode was this is an ongoing investigation yes so they're not going to the 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 authorities are not going to be releasing that information for us to consume. But you're saying there's still a dialogue that's taking yes. place outside of the investigation. And yes. so that's kind of where you're tapping into it. Just a Yeah. Little bit. Yeah. But, I think especially with updates and stuff like that. And like I said, Google alerts, if there is something, you know, investigations take a long time. If there's not a person that's responsible or a suspect or anything like that, then, you know, that information is just not going to be as readily available. When you get to trial phases of certain crimes, that takes forever. I mean, it takes can take up to years for somebody to ever be brought to justice. And so you won't know any of that or where you're at in the process of anything until they pop up on a Google search somewhere. I think it's interesting what you're saying because it, let's say who reported on this the first time. Let's just say Clark Kent. So he goes over here and he gets this story. And Clark Kent puts on the internet what you read. And picked yep. it up. This has happened to Jessica and all this kind of stuff. Does Clark go back to the investigators and follow up and say, hey, what happened to this so I can report on it? Right. Or do they? he just get his headline and then he moved on to the next exactly. thing? It's just like in any business. If you're in sales and you talk to a customer, in two weeks later, you're going to check up with them. How are right. things with this thing I sold you or whatever? You know, Do you need any help? Right. or things? Get, you, you check in once in a while. It sounds like the news... Uh, reporters aren't doing that. Right. They're just and I wanting think, that headline. Exactly. Click, clickbait. Yes. And I think there's no, in our area, is not really good investigative reporting. So like in bigger areas where crime is a bigger deal, I think you have reporters or journalists who investigate and continue to follow up on stories. That's just not here. Yeah, because some of those documentaries that you and I would watch and you were like, you got to check this one out on Hulu or whatever. Most of what we were getting, there was some law enforcement that yep. worked the whole case that's yep. telling the story. And a lot of that story came from the crime investigators, the, yep. the reporters that followed that that case all the way through trial. Exactly. From the beginning to trial. Exactly. And they were invested. I think it's people who are invested in that story in the beginning and then they okay. continue to do that. And I feel like with Jessica's story, that's probably going to be my investigative journalism mm-hmm. is going to be her story just because it's resonated so much. And is is there's so much going on with that story that I think I don't until it's over. I don't I don't see myself ever giving up on understanding what's going on there and right. finding that out. Some of these other stories, because like the couple of stories we're doing today are pretty small. I don't see them going anywhere. Okay. I don't see them continuing very much, and we'll get into that on why I feel like some of these things are just kind of dead in the water as they are. But since they're reported on, people are riled up. Social media has comments. They get this ampage, and it's there, and it's big, and then it goes away. As an analyst, data is my job, yep. and data says this is what we do now. So okay. we're going to go to 
September 13th, 2019. A story broke about a missing elderly woman, and there was a request for the public's assistance in finding her. This just came out of the Conway Police Department. They say that on September 6, 2019, 79-year-old Linda Jaggers went missing from a nursing home. So this one has a little bit of humor involved into it, and I don't by any means want to discount people's mental health, but this is what's out there, and, and I think in some instances some true crime has to have a little bit of levity to mm-hmm. it because you might lose your mind. So Linda's daughter, Lisa Bosworth, is uh was removed her from the nursing home without prior authorization and linda suffered from several health problems that required 24-hour care and some medications and lisa removed her from the nursing home without those medications as well so they were concerned about her what's weird about this is that she took her on 9-6 we didn't hear about it till six days later seven days later that she's missing so no public assistance was required until seven days later which i find a little odd so they went past the 24 hour missing person thing yes and waited six to seven days so who knows what was involved on that again that's why i think this story makes such a interesting one is because of that time frame between the time she went missing and the time that they asked people to help find her i would think within 24 48 hours a 79 year old seriously health unhealthy woman that's in a nursing home went missing we got to find her mm-hmm. should have been within 24 48 hours we don't know what the conway police department was doing we don't know if they had if they knew about it if they knew about it when did they know about it what were they following up on because later in this article and again i'll post links to these articles they said that they were believed to be in the northwest arkansas area which is where we are mm-hmm. which is why the news alert came across to me okay so again social media blew up about this because this woman was in a nursing home there's a lot of questions that people had about this one why would a daughter be charged with taking her mother away from a nursing home she should have every ability and power to do that right that maybe the mother was being abused in the nursing home and the daughter was freeing this woman Maybe this woman wanted to die peacefully at home, not doped up on some drugs that this daughter didn't feel like she needed to be in. Or that this daughter maybe just wanted the money, the check, the social security check that the mother had, and that's why she took her. Or that the nursing home had some nefarious reasons for keeping her, and again, this daughter broke her out of her nursing home. Right. There's all kinds of things. Again, these are the stories that you listen to and you hear and you're like, okay, they have some valid reasons here. But let's go back to the point that she has the daughter ends up having a warrant out for her arrest for taking her mother. There's a bigger story there than what you, your gut feeling Someone is telling you. Someone has pressed charges. Yes, for a reason. Okay. For a reason. Somebody's pressed charge and said, she's not allowed to take her out of here for whatever reason. She okay. could... Uh, some reading some of the comments there's people that that know about the nursing homes and and their rules and medicare and that they have to be there to pay for a certain they have to be in residence mm. for a certain amount of time and to take them outside of that then they no longer have a place to go there's all kinds of things that are involved in that so it's it's kind of more than <laughs> yeah. just what you're thinking that oh she should be able to take her mother out of the nursing home yeah i get it i get why people are upset <laughs> i understand but on 9-10, the warrant for Bazar's arrest 
was for a class A misdemeanor of endangering the welfare of an incompetent. Okay. Which again, the news story does not tell you that. Nowhere oh. in the news stories do not tell you that. This is from Benton County Court Records. Okay. Which are public records. Right. You can go on the internet, you can search her name. And that's how you found out what she was... What she was charged with. What her warrant was for. Gotcha. Which lends itself to more information about this story. If the mother was an incompetent, which means she couldn't take care of herself for whatever reason, health problems, mental health problems, who knows, there's a reason she had a warrant out for her arrest for that. So then on September 15th, the social media tip led them to a home in Craighead County. I forgot to look where that's at. But I would assume it's around Conway somewhere because it's not up near here. So after the authorities visited the home in Craighead County, they learned that Bozarth had taken Linda to Bentonville. Okay. They were both then found at an Airbnb rental in Bella Vista. Sounds like they're on the move. Yeah. So they went from Conway to Bella Vista. Bentonville to Bella Vista. Yep. Okay. So they were up this area. So Linda was found alive and well. She was a little bit disoriented but was well and was being treated once they had her back into custody. A little fact-checking. Craighead County, uh, that is uh, on the northeastern side of the state of Arkansas. Jonesboro. Jonesboro area. Yep. Wow. So they went from Conway to Jonesboro. At least law enforcement did. Mm -hmm. That's quite a leap to go from there and then Conway back to the other side of the state. It puts the whole northern half of Arkansas into play, basically. Yeah. So it's... Not like the maybe that was the two weeks came and got week? the mother and it just took her home, right? To take care of her, right? They're on the move. They're right. Bonnie and Clyden right now, right? Okay, Bonnie. They're no Bonnie. They're Bonnieing right now. Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise. Louise. Yeah. Maybe okay. that was Lisa's intention. Maybe was so. To let's let's continue well, this last road that, trip. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Maybe that was that's a great. Let's <laughs> let her live her life out. Yeah. Yeah. She's 79 years old, had a great life. Now let's not spend it in a nursing home. I don't know. Well, in addition, yeah, in addition to her warrant out of Conway for endangering the welfare of an incompetent, she is now charged with resisting arrest. Why resisting arrest? They tried to arrest her and she resisted? Yes. When did this happen? So, uh, according to public court records, again, going back to the circuit clerk, and public county records, there is an affidavit of probable cause to obtain a bond for the resisting arrest. So basically it's saying she resisted arrest. She needs to have a bond. She needs to stay where she's at. So here's the probable cause. Here are some of the facts that are in this affidavit. Ready for this? Okay. Two Bella Vista officers went to a residence in Bella Vista to serve the warrant for Bazarth. The owner of the residence said that she was there and the officers knocked on the door, but she didn't answer. The owner said maybe she had stepped out to walk the dog and one of the officers left to drive around the neighborhood to see if he could find her. It was called back to the residence by the officer who had stayed, stayed behind and told him to come downstairs. When he arrived, the officer that stayed behind, he was talking to Linda. So Linda was there. Okay. So while one officer continued talking to Linda, Linda the other started looking for Bozarth, the daughter. A door in another part of the basement they were staying in wouldn't open entirely when the officer tried to open it. When he looked to the opening, he could see a person's knee on the floor. Mm-hmm. The officer told the person to open the door. The person was then identified as Bozarth. And she partially opened the door and said she couldn't come out. She was naked. She was trying to change. So then the, both of the officers were over there and told her to hurry up, change, get out here. We need to talk to you. 
Bazar stated it was hard because she had no arms. <laughs> okay, so this is radio, so you don't get to see Ethan's face right now. <laughs> but it's pretty priceless. But I think everybody's face, face is, she had no arms. Right. All right. So shortly thereafter, Bazar joined the two about officers. Exactly. <laughs> she had no arms. This is, uh, I am not making a single thing up. This is the affidavit. This is what these two officers typed up to obtain a bond for this. She couldn't person. open the door. She had no arms. Yes. Is what she told them. Yes. Okay. Quotations. Quotations. What, what happened next? Shortly thereafter, Bazar joined the two officers and her mother from an adjoining room. And the officers informed her why they were there and were waiting on confirmation of the warrant out of Conway. How'd they get her out of the room without she the arms? She just walked out. Okay. There's no explanation of... I gotta ask. Yeah. Did she have arms? Apparently. When she walked out of the room. They said she her arms were attached. Okay, that, that's important. Yes. That's in the report. Yes. Her arms were attached. <laughs> I would have I would have totally walked out of there with my arms inside my shirt. Yeah. I would that I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, if I'm gonna tell if, the if lie, I'm gonna tell them I have no arms, I'm gonna like make it feel like it's legit. Yes. Absolutely. Do you realize one of these officers went home to their a significant other and says, I actually typed in my report today. Her arms were attached. attached. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's awful. It's okay. awful. But this is. So she gets arrested. She gets arrested. Well, this is where the resisting comes into play. Hard to put those handcuffs on. I know. When she's got no arms. So when Bozarth comes out, she gets in bed next to her mother. And the officers tell her, you need to get out of the bed so they can talk to her. She refused, stating that she didn't want to leave her mother's side because no one would take care of her. She also stated that she didn't believe the op- they were officers and that they were there to rape her. Mm. Officers present their identification and even allowed Bazar to photograph their identification and that she needed to get out of the bed to talk to them now that their ID had been confirmed. So then the warrants confirmed out of Conway. Officers tried to arrest Bazarth. She grabbed her mother's wrist and held on, wouldn't let go. So then they tried to get Bazarth off the bed by grabbing her ankles, and she just held tighter to her mother. If you can imagine this kind of, like, struggle, this is where they're resisting. Mm -hmm. This is where we're at and why there's attempting a bond for this. So several times, Bazarth kicked the officers. That's a no-no. It's a huge no-no. Not only are you resisting, which is a felony, now you're assaulting a police officer. That's bad. It's a bad bad deal they moved her enough to where she let go of her mother and then she laid on the floor screaming and yelling at the officers that they were hurting her arms because they had just been sewn back on (laughs) wait that that is in the public record it is quoted in quotation marks in this public record right she then decided she wanted to go limp because they were hurting her arms she didn't want them to come out of their sockets. With the exactly. Sewing. Because they just like, they sew were, back on. Right. They would rip them stitches yeah. right off. <laughs> anyway, so I then she's... It. I get it. I'm yeah. I, I can follow, follow the line of a crazy person. So then she's, again, holding on to the wrists of the officers. They, she breaks some skin because she's digging her nails into them. She's refusing to move her arms behind her and continues just screaming that her arms have been dislocated. So they were finally able to detain her and escort her to the Benton County Jail on the Conway Warrant. Her charges now include aggravated assault on a certified law enforcement officer, which is a Class D felony. That's a felony. That's a felony. That's and resisting arrest, refusal to submit to arrest is a Class A misdemeanor. So originally she just had a mes- misdemeanor. 
Now she's got real now time she's got a to felony. deal with. Yeah. Felony that she's got to. So this is, again, one of those stories that we probably won't ever hear more about it. <laughs> Hope not. That's a real shame. <laughs> yeah. It is, because I kind of want to see. I, I kind of want to see the Law and Order version of this. <laughs> Would it be on Law and Order? I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I don't think it would. It would make it that so, far. This this sounds like a good episode of something, though. <laughs> Is it possible to go visit her? No doubt in prison because she's the felonies that she's committed, and walk up there to the glass doors as she picks up the phone and say, "How's your arms?" <laughs> and please tell me the story of how this happened. How did you lose them? And then how did they get some back, back on. on? Yeah, did you do it yourself? Right. Because if she's just making this for? up, you can usually tell if they're just making stuff up. Just like the, right. taking the photos, taking photos of the identification. They're stalling. Right. Oh, is that your real ID? Let me let right. me video, let me shoot it. Oh, why? Exactly. Where, who are you going to well, show Well, there's always a truth to some somebody's story. Exactly. So she maybe she did have a dislocated arm at some point. Right. So I just, I am and very we don't know, the, yeah. yeah, we don't know how she got her arm dislocated. And that was her stall tactic was that they came off and then and got them sewn back, sewn on. back on. I don't know. So that's, that's the, there's no updates further to this. I, okay. I, I was going to say, so, so is there anything in the analysis that indicates what's going on here? Because I, just me personally, right. uh, opinion wise, I always side on the follow the money Oh, okay. And so I don't think there's money here. Well, you, you alluded to a couple of things. Uh, collecting the social security Maybe. check. Maybe that's a motivation. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, or, or the what was the 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 nursing home not right. wanting her to leave because of losing losing fund. potentially re- revenue. Here. And there is no facts to that. There's nothing stating yeah, a motive, and we wouldn't Linda. know that till a trial. Who? obviously was quiet and didn't do anything while this was always going down. Right. She was the incompetent mother that has to be taken care of. Yeah. So the girl's, the daughter is who was the problem. Resides. Yes. Yeah. The mom could just be, you know, bless her heart. She could just be old and not know what's going on. Around yeah. Her. A little bit. And feeble, just be along for the ride. Vulnerable. And, definitely yeah. vulnerable. Right. And then maybe her daughter's mental health issues exactly. are just exacerbating the situation. The situation yeah. And, and money's not even a, a motive. And she wants to like this, the fact that she states that she wants to be with her mother because she wants to take care of her. And that That's, could be a deep seated truth. Oh, in absolutely. Her, in her yeah. mind and in her heart. Yeah. Yeah. But she just does not know how to communicate or execute that. Right. Or her own issues, her own mental health issues prevent her from being able to do that. Right. But again, her delusion has made it to where she's, this is her only option. She felt like this is what she needed to do. Yeah. Which is a little unfortunate because either it's now either she's mental. she's hit with felonies. Yes. So what's going to happen to her now? Right. She goes to, like I said, prison. Right. Where she's not going to get any help there. Right. Or, and again, it's so early. Who knows if this will even go to trial? Who knows right. if, if the felonies will continue? Right. Like these are things that have to happen because it happened and it's people were gotta there. And it's just got to go through the process. She may plead out. That's why I said with the fact that she has two misdemeanors and only one felony with the aggravated assault. Who knows? She may plead out of those. She may get probation for those. There's so many things that can happen at this point. And the fact that she didn't really hurt anybody. Right. There was no violence here other than towards the, the officers oh, that I don't know if if this would ever continue on. Fact. Yes. I do not envy her lawyer. No. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. 
and uh, maybe insanity is the way to go but then again let's go to the other side of that maybe it's not mental health issues it's drug use that could be i mean meth, meth does things a number on people's brains that makes them think they have no arms that's true that so, is true it's funny like i said there's this levity to it but at the same point there's all these things that go involved in that you're like i gotta laugh at the same point this poor woman but you also in all of the facts that you've run down here at no point has drug possession no. come up no. so exactly maybe you can eschew that eschew exactly that. Exactly. So that's the point of this. This why this story. I was like, okay, this is one that's got to keep because. Mm-hmm. And again, I'll follow up. I'll look at because there won't won't ever be another news report on this. I can almost guarantee that you won't see this in the news again. There's no greater story here to be mm-hmm. told. There's no Lisa's. In probably still in jail unless somebody bonded her out. I. It's highly unlikely at this point. What? Linda's fine. Yeah. Watch this story end up ballooning into drug cartels or broad right? or something. She's the fall guy. Yeah, She's like some, some it's this big, huge yeah. conspiracy theory all the way behind it. Gosh, that would be Biggest great. Biggest story of the century or something along those lines. Maybe she's an alien and she really just didn't have arms and was, now they grew back. Or there's a she's huge like, arm harvesting ring out there. She's that. been... What is it? Frog DNA? No, what is it? Lizard DNA? Yeah. She was able to be spliced with some... I don't know. Well, it's funny you bring that up. I was just watching Men in Black, and oh. if Tony Shalhoub can grow his head back. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Here we go. She, can, she grew her arms back. They weren't sewn on. Stings a little. <laughs> we laugh. We, we laugh. laugh. You have to. Oh, uh, You do. I really do. There are some great podcasts out there that do add some levity to it, and I think it's great because some horrible things happen and this isn't one of the horrible things that happened so i feel okay about laughing about it a little yeah. bit because everybody's safe and everybody's okay yeah nobody died nobody died okay linda's fine i assume she's back in a nursing home living her life and this might be something that uh, was it lisa the daughter yes this might be something she looks back at and laughs at some she point might. in her life once she gets on when the right she, medication exactly or off the wrong drugs exactly exactly and then so. she can listen to this podcast exactly and comment in Maybe she could be a guest. Let's not go that far. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So now this kind of, again, I hate to be Debbie Downer here, but we're turning to a story um, from St. Francis County, Arkansas, Widener, Arkansas. So there have been some interesting true crimes that have come out of that area. Oh, there's huge. There's one, the boys on the track. It's like this huge thing. I think it's down there and it was drug cartels. It's a huge thing. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. 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 That's that's a, that's a fascinating. That's story. the one that Tom Cruise's movie was kind of made about. Maybe the American Maid. That's so that guy. Maybe that that landed his plane down there. Yeah, the kids yeah, saw yeah. Him and okay. the kids are dead. Yeah, they they staged their murders. They staged it to look like they fell asleep on the tracks and got killed by a train, and they didn't. Yeah. yeah so now my interest is peaked. Okay. Right. What's going on over here? Well, this is really kind of sad. So I, again, I hate to be Debbie Downer, but these are the stories that are out there, and there Down is it, a huge uproar on social media, as there should be. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. So on July eighth, two thousand nineteen, a story broke of a baby that had died after picking up something off the ground at a park. Parents didn't know what was in the bag that the baby had allegedly picked up off the ground and ate, but then the father is now warning other parents to be vigilant. So they went to this park. Story broke, news story, huge deal. Be careful. They had officers searching this park trying to figure out what they pick up. I think I saw this headline. Yep. I think. Did the mom get arrested? Yes. Okay. 
So the coroner is even quoted as saying it's very devastating. I'm doing trying going to do everything that I can to get this family some comprehensive support. But toxicology will possibly be part of this case, and it will take several weeks before we have a definitive cause of death. So this was when the preliminary report came out. It's really tragic, very sad. This baby dies. She was 13 months old. Just awful because she picked up something that some addict had dropped on the ground. Who knows? Like, that's super tragic. So the Arkansas State Crime Lab has to handle children's autopsies. So they're waiting on the results of those toxicology and autopsy reports. So that's why some of this timeline feels off, like months. But they're going to the state crime lab. There's a backlog there. There's other things that are involved. Plus, they have to take their time with when it's a kid, right? Mm-hmm. they got to cross all the T's and dot all the I's. So they were canvassing the park and looking for potential evidence, witnesses, all that sort of stuff. Um, but then they, it's a small community there in Widener. So, of course, everybody's involved. So everybody hears about it. Everybody's concerned. And it's a young family. But then on the 23rd of September this year, they arrest 22-year-old Carrie Darby and 30-year-old Joseph Phillips. They are the parents of the baby. Um, she was 13 months old when she died, and they are charged with manslaughter and exposure of child to chemical substance or methamphetamine and endangering the welfare of a minor. By taking it to a park where someone dropped it? Here we go. Okay. Here's the story. So the news of the arrest broke on 926, and the prosecutor's office said that the charge would be upgraded to first-degree murder. Mm. Whoa. Both were held in jail on these charges, but Phillips had bonded out on the 27th of September. On uh, So according to an affidavit and some of this information, on July 7th, so we're going kind of going back in time again. So again, it was the 8th that the story broke. But then according to the affidavit, the child was taken to the hospital on 7-7 with a temperature of 105 degrees. Um, and then when they decided to move it from that hospital, the child from that hospital to a hospital in Memphis, the child died en route. So then the autopsy that was performed later says the child died from the methamphetamine intoxication and the death was ruled a homicide. Original statements from the parents said that the 13-month-old put something in their mouth, plastic sandwich bag with a brown substance that they found on the ground at a park. When the baby started acting strange, they gave her Tylenol because they had a little bit of a fever. But then when the fever reached 105, they took her to the hospital. The mother told the police that she thought the child was teething because she was sweating and biting her thumb. On uh, one article, this is super sad. Medical staff is one that said the baby was so is in so much distress, and the baby sucking her thumb. She wanted to suck her thumb so hard to the point that she was nearly ripping the skin off because of this methamphetamine intoxication that she had. Who knows how much she got a hold of, what it was doing to her body. She's mm-hmm. tiny little thing. So when the story broke, there was a conflicting report from a witness. This is what it said. So the witness told investigators that she went over to the family's house that morning. They found Phillips, the dad, trying to cool the baby off in the car. The baby's eyes were dilated, and they were, she was in and out, in and out of consciousness. He, the, Phillips then told the witness that the baby must have got a hold of his box, which contained meth, marijuana, and scales. This is all according to the affidavit. Phillips said that the child must have bitten the methamphetamine bag and ingested some, but didn't know how much... Because he said he weighed the bag out and it appeared to be the same. Hmm. When they finally took the baby to the hospital, after about an hour-long argument, Phillips was overheard heard by a medic asking Darby, the mother, was that the stash bag? The witness said at one point Phillips contacted someone to get the drugs out of the house. 
this is what the horrible story. This is the statements from the witness. So this is that aspect of it. But then you have public social media. People are outraged by this. This is a horrible thing. First of all, they trick people into thinking that maybe the baby adjusted something at a park. That was their story that to get out of trouble. Mm-hmm. When in reality, the parents were drug users. Possibly. And the, and the baby got a hold of their stash. Possibly. No, yeah. that's, that's witness statements you said. That's witness statements. But that's, again, according to social media, family from these people said the witness is lying. Exactly. These people do not look like meth why would wit- heads at all. They don't? No. They never do. Then why they would a witness do. I don't look, know. Yeah, meth heads are pretty. Meth heads look like meth heads. Identifiable. <laughs> why I, cur- I currently reside in southwest Missouri. <laughs> and yeah, they, they I, look like. That was a complete misstatement that I just made. Yeah. <laughs> why would a witness involve themselves with something that's that controversial if they didn't feel it to be true? Right. But then why would family who knows these individuals be so adamant that they were drug tested. The parents were drug tested and passed. What? You didn't say that earlier. I know. That's why that's the point of this. Drug tested. How long after this incident? The next day after they were they were arrested or that day or something. Well, it's I like remember. I said, they're innocent. We don't they're have innocent timeline until proven guilty. Well, exactly. they, hold on, hold on. They could have could have been drug addicts at one time, have quit, but the stash is still so in the house. Or do you don't have to do supply. drugs to be a drug dealer. That's right. That's right. That is true. That is very true. So again, we don't know, but it a child adds, is dead. A child is dead. It's tragic. A tragic accident, even if it was the responsibility of a parent to keep this out of kids' arms' reach. Mm-hmm. Same thing with a bottle of bleach. Mm-hmm. Kid gets a hold of a bottle of bleach, you'd feel horrible. They made poor choices. But you might have to live the rest of your life with that. And yep. maybe, maybe if you had a jerk DA, yep. you might get some manslaughter. Right. Not murder one. Right. For so charges haven't been changed yet to first degree murder. They're still staying at manslaughter. Oh, I thought you said they were. Changed. That was. This is again. This. This is why why we do this podcast because the news report says it is likely that they will be ah, escalated to first degree murder. News people, dirty rats. That's that's funny because I heard murder one. Yep. As that's what's being leveled that's against what's being them. Leveled, it's yeah. funny how we hear things. Yes. And it's like, oh well, that's happening. Exactly. Play and it's not. And see what she said. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. And that's exactly no. I said it that way okay. because that's he says. I believe. You. I'm just the saying prosecutor's like office said the charge would be upgraded to first degree murder. The not pros- that it did. Yeah. But when you hear the prosecutor's office says. That's why you look at court records. And the court records do not say first degree murder. Hmm. So yeah. facts are fine. So there facts are, are other here. things. Yeah. yeah. So there are other things behind that we don't know from. Because this is going to be a story or a court document that's going to be redacted. It's going to be something that's going to be. I mean, you're not going to see the affidavits like I've been reading before on on the Jaggers and, and Bazarth. You're not going to see that in this story yet because it's so public, highly, highly volatile. This will go to trial. This will be a big deal. Excuse me, and you won't want to taint a jury. Right. There are things, other things involved. Well, that was a good uh, lesson, and uh, I just got served by the analyst. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy because yeah. I, I, I mean, every, like we were talking earlier, we have these strong opinions about things. Especially the way, you, like Ethan said, the way we heard it. Yep. It's not necessarily fact that it's still, we're still technically, officially, 
sitting at manslaughter. For yes. This. this is that's the only thing they're charged with. One is bonded out of jail, as that I know of. I don't know. So the dad is bonded out of jail. That we that unless he's arrested on something else at this point, I don't know. If he does get charged, does get charged with first degree murder, he will be rearrested right. and we'll have to bond because he of was that. already he was already arrested for manslaughter. Exactly, he has not been arrested yet for murder one. Right. Okay. But I don't remember seeing any affidavit of what the bond was, but I highly question where he got the money. I, I conjecture yeah. this is all purely conjecture. <laughs> These don't look like affluent people that can just drop ten grand. To get out, if it's a hundred thousand dollar bond, it's ten grand to get out. That's a very good point. I've seen the mugshots. I don't know how bail bond services work, but I know they're it's all over like the area. Like ten percent of whatever your bond is, I believe, but and plus a fee or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to. Well, the if family, you don't show if the up family support, supporting them, they could have a family could have helped. Exactly. Yeah. And that's and there you go. There's that other part of it that there's people out there that believe they're in their innocence. And the family needs to pony up for a good lawyer. Exactly. Too. And if and if it is this tragic accident that this baby really did pick up something in the park. I don't believe that. I know it's all conjecture, but I don't exactly. believe that. I do believe they're just trying to get you're out making of hot the water. fatal mistake. Uh, you know What uh, if First of all, okay. This witness is an ex-girlfriend that's pissed off. I believe that, that. this dad I've is seen no that. longer I've seen that. is no longer her baby daddy. And this uh, ex-witness are, has some meth, and she took it, and she knew where that baby was, and she put it right in front of that baby so it would eat it. She needs to go to jail. Right. That's called providing a false statement. It's called, but I believe it's a misdemeanor, not a felony. So uh, she may not even she may be. I'm just speculating, but yep. you're right. It could be. This uh, someone person's got a vendetta for someone yep. else. What if it's a this guy owes this ex witness? Maybe it's a man, and he owes him money, and he's like, "You're I'm putting you in jail because you owe me money for drugs." You know, for an analyst, you have a lot of maybes. There's a lot of maybes. <laughs> That's, That's the insane. point, though. Yeah, because we don't know the facts. I've these are what I've said. These are the the, the, facts, the facts are, are. baby's dead. Yes. They have been charged with manslaughter. Yes. To be continued. Exactly. Okay. Those are the facts. I can live with that for now. I'd like an update on this one. Yeah. This is going to be, again, one of those stories that I think I have to keep looking back on yeah. and keep, uh, especially court records, because I don't know how much of this will be in the news media. Right. I just don't. Searching people's social media, people that are involved. Like I, one of the things that I do when I research this story is who's commenting how are they commenting what are they saying how are they involved how do they know the suspects yeah, what how do relationship they, are they to yeah them? and so they will usually have something to say in the future again i'm telling you if you don't want the analyst coming and looking at your facebook pro- profile and seeing what you're seeing you lock it down people don't realize there are the, people out there watching yes the analyst is watching, watching. oh so the talk about the family member that spoke out so the witness statement is a lie, and the parents are innocent. Um, the charges haven't changed, so she did know that. This mm-hmm. this family She's member said yeah. they didn't upgrade those charges. They've stayed the same. Um, she was also told not to say anything about it. But the parents passed the drug test the day after the baby died. I bet you that's got a lot to do with the charges not being yep. officially yep. upgraded. Because... What if that stash was not even theirs? What if they have, this is why you don't hang out with people that are bad association because they bring stuff into your home. You don't know they leave it because they don't know they left it. 
They're meth. Well, they're meth heads. Then the they forget things. The witness said they heard them say, "Was that the stash bag?" I know that's just the, what the witness said. Says, exactly, but that's a part but, of record right now. Yes. And did she say, "Was that a stash bag, or was that your stash bag?" Either way, they got a stash, stash bag in their house. Exactly. <laughs> But, uh, but I don't have a stash bag. The in defense my house. could exactly no. I Do you have a stash not. bag? No. Well, it's Ethan? a go bag. I'm just kidding. <laughs> do you have a, a bag of stash? I have a stash, but I do not have a stash bag. It's you true. Have a mustache. It's looking at go. me right now. It's got its own personality. I'm telling. You. It doesn't just look. It stares. It leers. Yeah, it leers. Now he's all self conscious. He's awesome. like going to start talking with his hand in front of his mouth. Oh no. You look like a, a true investigator on one of these shows that goes you and gets the facts. You need a little hat yeah. and a cigar. No, see? Yes, the one thing about this, Facebook and these parents, they miss their baby. I'm sure she they do. She was loved. She was taken care of. They maybe have made poor decisions one way or the other that led this to this 13-month-old dying. A horrible estate can lead yep. to that. Then they'll never, no matter what their, no matter what their future law yep wise they'll they'll, their lives will never be the same nope and they can pretend and you know people that's the thing social media says these people don't have any remorse i'm like you cannot say that oh you can't you can't say that what the public eye sees is not what they see no all the time and maybe they they have to say things and post things on facebook to make it some sense of normalcy Mm -hmm. for themselves it's just a facade for Mm -hmm. them to to move on or whatever so we're going to our third. I'm going to call this the false silver alert. Again, this is a crazy thing. So there's amber alerts. We talked about okay. that a little bit on our last episode on there's certain criteria for an amber alert to be issued. They have to be known to be missing by a stranger. They have to there's, they have to be missing for a certain amount of time. They have to be known to be taken. It's not just a missing persons or a missing kid. It's different. It's an Amber Alert. That's when you get a message on your phone. Yep. That happened recently. Yep. uh, So there's there's a same thing called a silver alert, which is usually for somebody who is elderly, for somebody who's had dementia and they go missing and they're wandering around somewhere. That can be it. Or somebody who didn't show up back home from an appointment or from a trip or something like that. But I'm omitting names on this one because the family is upset that this happened. Okay. So I'm not going to say any names. It's a very short story, and I'm not posting any links to this story. This is just, again, one of those things calling attention to how things are reported and the facts on things that happen. But it raises questions about policy, procedure, and credible news reporting. So on the 25th of September, a man was reported missing. He was reporting missing since the afternoon of the day before. So 924. Okay. And that was after a doctor's appointment. So the first question raises on social media was why did it take so long to report him as missing and to look be looking for him? Which really somebody has to be missing for a certain amount of time. Okay. So someone was reported missing yep. from the day before yes. at noon. Yes. Okay. So that's so about twenty four really hours. That, no. Not even twenty four no. hours. So it's, I don't that's, I'm bringing it up because and when that's, you say the question is based based on social media, who's asking this question? A couple people. Just why public, did it take so long public, for this to get? Yes, public. Public nosy busybodies that yeah. say, "Why is it taking so long for this guy to get found?" Yeah, not family. Why did just, it take so long for us to know that this guy was missing? We okay. could have found him yesterday afternoon. Who? It's just people. Public. <laughs> just people. Public. Just the public. Okay. John gotcha. Q. All right. 
So Please first continue. of all, there are rules again for silver alerts that they have to be missing for a certain amount of time before you can say that they're missing. Because what if they just didn't come home from the appointment you thought they were time right. they're supposed to come home? They're grown people. Yes, it's different than a kid. Right. Anyway, so my old man wants to go to a bar and stay at the bar. Right. He has the right to, to do, do so. That. Exactly. Okay. So usually a person has to be missing 24 hours before they can, can okay. be considered actually missing. So the other comment that came on social media was from a family member from the person that was missing, and they said that he was never missing and should have never been reported as such. So who reported missing? Yep. I have no clue. No one knows who reported this man missing? Nope. They didn't leave their name? Nope. Uh, they may have, and we don't know. You this don't a... know, or you don't, you're just not saying? No, I don't there know. Is a name that's... Okay. okay. Okay, so before you continue... Yeah. Mm-hmm. This sounds like a non-story made into a story by social yes. media. Yes. Yes. Okay. This is why oh, I don't like social media. Exactly. This is why I hate the public. Exactly. So, but where are the policies and procedure for a news source relaying information of a guy that's not even missing? If he was reported missing the day before to law enforcement and the next day they report on it, why are you not checking your facts before you're reporting that somebody's missing? Thank you. So this is a story. You yes. wouldn't bring this up unless it was a story. Right. So who, you could give me a name of who reported the story, know. could you not? Uh, just the news. The news. The news. <laughs> There were several different news, local news sources. Television? Television. Tonight, and television. And a local then, man went missing yesterday. It may not have been broadcasted, but it was a local news. On the website. Yeah. Yeah. Or on social media. They post, oh, silver alert. Keep your eye out for this man. This is what he looks like. They post his picture. Been missing since yesterday noon. And then um, daughter, mother, somebody related says, uh, he's no, he's not, not missing. He's yeah. home. Yeah, this just sounds like a massive invasion of privacy. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Unfortunate for this man because now it's this deal and he's in the news and now people are asking questions and being in his business and now I'm podcasting about it. But it goes to the point that I'm not saying his name because he doesn't need to be said. It needs right. to be said that where do the policies and procedures of missing persons get lost? He'd be a great guest on the show. <laughs> right? You could have him be like, Let's talk about this because yeah. he might have a similar situation to what you experienced. I, I have a feeling if you ever want to talk about it, you will. But if yeah. you have a reason why you started yep. this show yep. for something that happened in your family. Right. And how frustrating that could be if he ever wants to tell his story like, hey, hey. Right. <laughs> News people. Yeah. They're just invasive. And you won't ever get an apology from a news exactly. source. You won't ever get clarification of uh, why. Did we get that wrong? Yeah. Then nobody cares. They'll nobody say, cares. update, he's been found. Yeah. No, Not he was never we missing. He was never missing. Yeah. <laughs> update. Found. Update, never mind. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm adding it, because it, it's, again, part of this story that it's like... It makes me mad. It does. My, it's might I, might I interject here? I, I would like to apologize just for being wrapped up in this story <laughs> by participating in this particular story <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> I'm not. I'm fighting for it's, his It's rights. a little irritating. that. So, again, it <laughs> goes to, like, why are you listening to everything that the news is saying as fact? You talk about global news and worldwide news. You don't know what you're being fed. You don't. You don't know what information is conjecture, what is actually fact. What are you missing? Yeah. 
that's why this makes this is why i made it into the podcast because i was like i debated talking about it because i'm like oh it's really not part of it's not a story to talk about it's not i personally i i'm glad you you put this one in there because that is, that is interesting because yeah it's it just feels like a huge invasion of privacy or people just not you know taking that moment to pause and think about what needs to be checked up what needs to be followed up on here and you know why is this why is this being reported to begin with if right. there's not really anything nobody thinks about it until it happens to them yeah right yeah. And, then, and the impact that it has yeah. like this 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 family member on social media having to field some questions you know it's like she shouldn't have to ask answer any questions she shouldn't have to she shouldn't have to defend anything she because, shouldn't need to defend anything she yep. didn't need to be interviewed period yep and she wasn't she put it upon herself which is i probably would do the same thing be like he's not missing Stop looking for him. Stop wasting your time with so this. So did someone follow up with her to find her missing whoever? Don't know. She just came out on social he, media and said he's... He's not missing. He was never missing. And I reached out to her and I said, hold up. Okay. Tell me what's, you know, and she said, nope, he's not been missing. He was never missing. We're really irritated this even got to this far. So... Check the facts. Check the facts. Again, this is valid because this is what happens when you don't take an analytical look at the things that are being presented gossip. when you're when you're going yeah. for the what's hot right now and you don't double check to to verify things yep. this is it makes people mad yeah hot and people gossip. get put in a spot where they don't want or need to be yep if you like this episode please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review like and follow the analysts on facebook i will be posting links to different news articles and to the sources that i use for each episode along with notification follow-ups in future episodes for any questions or contacts and corrections please email me at sassatech at gmail.com that's s-a-s-s-a-t-e-c-k at gmail.com corrections are not a weakness it's a standard of truth if i've reported anything incorrectly i welcome correction if that correction is supported with a valid and qualified source i am welcome to feedback information and more sources this is the analyst data is my job and data says this is what we do know